Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Hi everyone, this is Mahim from Canadian SME Small Business Magazine. Today we are chatting with Charlie Regan, CEO and founder of Nerds On Site. Charlie is the Capability Expansion Orchestrator at Nerds On Site Incorporation. Through his expertise and dedication, Nerds On Site is now one of Canada's highest ID solutions company. The company has been expanding internationally and providing leading edge ID solutions to the USA, Brazil, Australia, UK and South Africa, just to name a few. Understanding that the technology industry is evolving at an increasingly fast rate, Charlie brings an innovative approach with his team to ensure that the clients are getting the best ID solutions in the market. With years of experience in the tech industry, Charlie is ready to take on the world with Nerds On Site. Nerds On Site, a company founded in 1995, specializes in providing cost-effective, leading-edge solutions to small and medium-sized enterprise, serving as a complete SME ID solutions specialist. Nerds On Site was established in London, Ontario, with current annual revenues of approximately $100,000. The company services over 12,000 clients per year with a superb 96.5 customer satisfaction rating. Today we discuss cybersecurity for small businesses, how business leaders and aspiring entrepreneurs can bounce back from uncertainty and start businesses under challenging circumstances, and his advice to small business owners. So, hi Charlie, on behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast, and I want to take this opportunity to discuss some of the most important things with you. How are you today, sir? I'm fine, Nina. How are you doing? I'm going to green, doing great. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, so, Charlie, the purpose of this podcast is to really discuss how we can help empower small businesses as well as support them during these challenging times. Yeah. Now, understanding that technology is changing at such a fast pace uh, right mm-hmm. now, and you have uh, brought an innovative approach with your team to ensure that the clients are getting the best ID solutions in the market, right? And we, we have so much experience. Uh, it's so good to know that you have so much experience in the tech industry. And Nerds on Site, each year, they serve more than 12,000 clients, including a large number of Canadian Power locations. Now, please share with us what was the inspiration behind uh, the finding the company, and did you ever think that it would become so successful as it is of today? Well, success is relative. I'm not so sure we're that successful. Not <laughs> as successful as we could be and should be. Right. But, uh, yeah, we have ninety six five hundred ninety, like a lot of clients who give us five star ratings. So I'm we're very pleased, but we have much, much more work to do. Right. It was easy in the early days to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But, um, you need to propagate a brand. That's bottom line. And so I just decided mobile billboards is the quickest, easiest, most efficient manner. Right. Uh, didn't take long to get from St. John's, Newfoundland, across to Victoria, BC, mm-hmm. and then start into other countries. So, oh, wow. Uh, we've opened in about 15 countries now. So. Yeah, there's more more than 200 countries globally. So there's an awful lot more work to do, even in Canada. No, it's really inspiring that, you know, even through these challenging times, you're so motivated to grow. And it's something that uh, most um, small business owners would like to learn from you. 
right? Now, you know, Charlie, during this crisis, many young women entrepreneurs, they do not know what tools and resources are available to them so they can use those and survive and thrive not only during this COVID-19, but beyond that. So, and as a second year in a row, like Nerds on Side is um, sponsoring the Business Woman of the Year Award at uh, Canadian's, you know, SME National Business Awards of 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, what is your message to women entrepreneurs who are facing these challenges uh, during this there's no question in my mind's eye that women rule mm-hmm. they have <laughs> the capacity on an emotional intelligence front right as well as um, i'm going to call it a business balance front. Mm-hmm. we need more women in the marketplace right and i mean at every single level they have unfortunately been hit incredibly and i believe unfairly with mm-hmm. covid the uh, the right sizing, downsizing, the, the the position elimination that corporations have been going through have mm-hmm. been weighted a little more than a little, unfairly. Mm-hmm. Women have a capacity to create, to uh, innovate, and to collaborate in a manner that is more challenging for others. I'm speaking right. to myself now at this moment. <laughs> they know how to work together how to bring people together and respect all aspects of the person that's coming to the table. So the concept of team for them is fundamental in terms of how they approach pretty much everything in life, not just how they do such a magnificent job Mm -hmm. in family surroundings. I'm talking about business surroundings as well. We Mm -hmm. desperately were very proud to sponsor the businesswoman of the year, but we're desperately looking for more women to enter and stay and flourish in the STEM arena. And we do believe that, you know, proven by our data, women are more successful at building relationship dynamic, which is what we founded this company upon. Human engineering mm-hmm. is how we do what we do. What we do is technology engineering, but human engineering matters much, much, much more. more. That is no. I'm 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 pretty I'm I'm pretty confident that women uh, entrepreneurs, young women entrepreneurs, will be very pleased to hear your response and appreciation. Uh, but you know, not only women entrepreneurs, but in the face of this global COVID nineteen pandemic, entrepreneurs themselves have to face a new reality. Now, the government, public health, and economic uh, responses are hugely different based on if you're an entrepreneur in the West or in the east now as business founders you will also need a very different action plan in place depending on what industry and what sector you are from right now how do nerds on site promote entrepreneurship well we we treat i'm the ceo of this company and some others and Mm -hmm. that ceo stands for capability expansion orchestrator Mm -hmm. everyone who joins our organizations are ceos And it's our job to help them build on the foundation of what they see as their capabilities Mm -hmm. and then begin the expansion process. So all of us come to the table with whatever. Our job is to help you maximize whatever and add to it what is also a passion pursuit or interest for you as well. So providing the support of other people and training and nonstop feeding right. of any sort, right? I mean, the, especially in this era, pandemic era, we're mm-hmm. finding out that it's easy to be lonely. 
It is. It is. You can choose to not be alone. And that's the most important thing with entrepreneurship. <laughs> the I'm I'm an agoraphobic by nature, so I'm not uh, typically you know always on the go, always on the go. Right, and you just deal with what you have in the way of challenge, right? By maximizing to the best of your ability your strengths. It's For like sure, building bridges between your strength parts. No, that was that. I really appreciate your response on this one because it's really important. Because a lot of people, they are uh, depressed. They do not know they're losing hope, especially small business owners. They've lost hopes because some of the government restrictions are too harsh on them that they are forced to shut down their doors. And you know, since you're coming from a tech industry, and you know, technology is playing such a crucial role worldwide during this phase. It's enabling businesses to run and operate successfully by being all remote. Right. And but due to the lack of security awareness, we have seen a significant increase in cyber criminal activity. Now, what are some of the best solutions Nerds on Site is offering the small businesses when it comes to protecting their data and the confidential information? This is going to sound like a commercial, but (laughs) I'm really frustrated. Uh, To be perfectly honest, the world of cyberspace has been, um, well, it's been managed by major cybersecurity companies. So mm-hmm. And the online presence of criminal element, mafia families and others, mm-hmm. nation states included, has been known for a decade now. Right. And what these major cybersecurity players have done is they have provided a patch, a fix for mm-hmm. every hole, crevice and pore. The criminals have found their way through into your stuff so they can take your stuff out. Right. Now, you come from a home. You have doors and windows. Mm -hmm. My home, I have doors and windows. If a burglar breaks into my house, they grab all the things that look shiny and new and expensive and they take them out. Right. In the process of taking them out, that's when they make money. They don't make any money while they're inside. That so in the world of cybersecurity, there is only one solution, period. This whole <laughs> thing that just went down this last couple of weeks, hitting all the government agencies, not just in America, but in other nations and companies by the thousands, all of them need one thing, and that is egress control. Right. Now, if you go to a bank or a jewelry store, in mm-hmm. some parts of the world, you will walk in and then there is a containment spot. Right. So someone inside has to push a button so the light goes green and you can walk inside the store. Correct. That's egress control in two. The jewelry store. Yeah. Now, I work. I myself worked at a jewelry store and I remember the entrance. It was, it was really, it, it was a safe place. Like I felt safe yes. because uh, it's completely focused on like diamonds and it was a diamond, uh, diamond store. And then they had triple security. So when you enter, first of all, you cannot enter without an appointment. And when you enter, you have to, you know, like press the buzzer. They would check. They would answer the intercom and ask you the question. When did you have an appointment? What's your name? They would confirm put a check on the list and then let them enter. So uh, this is very similar to what you're trying to explain in the, in the cyber world. Well, that, that exists. That part mm-hmm. is the simple part. More important is in your diamond store. If somebody smashed the case, grabbed a bunch, 
and right. tried to exit. They could not get out, could they? No. Because mm-hmm. no one was going to press the button. Correct. Criminals only make money when they get out with your stuff. Right. So Nerds on Site is the only one that has full egress control. It's called Adam One. Wow. It's patented in Europe and in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Don't Talk to Strangers. Mm-hmm. Our parents told us this very early when we right. started to go out into the world. And what you did was you obeyed them. You didn't talk to strangers. And pretty soon you'll notice all strangers walked away from you. From you. Well, right now, cyber criminals, once they're inside your system, they send stuff out. Mm-hmm. And when they send that stuff out, it's data. I mean, they look around, they find the best stuff, they send it out, they repackage it, they aggregate it, and they sell it on the they dark web. Yeah. Or they use it to blackmail you. Mm-hmm. Our job with Don't Talk to Strangers is if you have this in place, it stops anything from getting out. So right. you look like you're dead <laughs> to that criminal. And we <gasps> in place. The, the FBI and the RCMP both have gone through audits, forensic audits on this. They're dumbfounded that there's no reinfection when we put our system, our right. system called the SME edge, small and medium enterprise. Yeah. You need this in place. And for $750, none, that's a, a month, $750. But it will be of, worth it. Yeah. None of those government agencies or companies would have been compromised. No data. Would have gone into that would be compromised. I guess it's very important, especially during this time. Like small business owners, they have a very, very uh, little knowledge of how they can protect their data, especially right. And times they're this continuing to getting challenging day by day. Even though now we got the vaccine, but we're not still not sure how much time will it take for these companies and for the economy as a whole to recover. And I don't know if like, we all heard the new news that we have a new strain of COVID and that, you know, the current vaccine, which took so many months to come out, it will have to get some changes done to it. So it would be effective for, you know, to combat the new one. So what do you think, like how business leaders and aspiring entrepreneurs can bounce back from this uncertainty and start businesses uh, under uh, these challenging situations? Well, I think first we have to accept that the world has changed. Right. And our job is to change with it. Mm-hmm. So adapt to the new normal. Yep. You've got to realize that um, 9-11, everybody who traveled by air, mm-hmm. their world changed. And here we are, how many years after 9-11, and we're still going through TSA, we're still going through the same procedures. Right. So the same is going to be true of COVID. There are more than 10,000 versions, mutations of it already. Some right. of them are like mm-hmm. the one in London, mm-hmm. much, much more rife than the one we're dealing with. So our job is to get online, right? look around, to notice mm-hmm. what are the things in ordinary life, in work life, and in uh, recreation right. that have changed. Companies, global nation, global companies have changed their real estate. They've gone from central office complexes to multi-layered and international reach remote players. So we Uh call them remote work zones and schools are going through the same thing where they have no longer that school footprint alone. They have all these living rooms, dining rooms and bedrooms that are Mm -hmm. set up as mini classrooms. So we call those school zones. Right. Who is putting together proper furniture and security and technology for kids? 
who are now going to take much more of their education online throughout their life, not just when pandemics mm-hmm. the away. Same thing with work. Remote is here to stay. So who is looking in virtual reality? How do I provide an, an escape for right. a weekend without getting on a train or a plane? Mm-hmm. Can I not do so by having delivery of, you know, food, uh, tropical music, um, scents, right. and have the virtual, you know, machines on our head, and, and we spend a weekend, <laughs> you know, imbibing and, and celebrate. There are so many things that you can begin to notice if you focus on those three fundamentals, our work life, our recreational life, and our ordinary living life. Right. Of all the things that need to be part and parcel of an ordinary person's existence, how can it be done either virtually, remotely, or through a third party? Mm-hmm. There are lots of small businesses that have started retail shows right online through social media or whatever, and they need a place to be able to deliver safely what safely. they're selling. So mm-hmm. there's a there's an opportunity for people who are looking at, uh, you know, setting up, we have public storage units that went ballistic over the right. last decade. Why don't we set up public locker warehouses, mini warehouses, where 25 or 50 retailers can get together and the lockers are already made. There's a company in Canada that does a very good job where right. they're, they're coded. So you can have uh, 20 lockers mm-hmm. in a little plaza that has been, you know, storefronts are empty. That mm-hmm. gets set up, and now you can have your stuff delivered to that locker securely, and with a code with your phone, you can have it opened and delivered around the corner from you. Mm-hmm. you know? So it's becoming creative, but again, focus on yourself and others. Of and course, of course, it's possible. It's, and- it's, uh, anything is possible, but you know what's happening, Charlie? Is like it's very hard for a small business owner, especially to really gain that confidence back. They're still hopeful that things would go back to the normal and they're not ready to adapt to this new, uh, the new, what's the new normal that's going around right now. Now, one of the most important topic, which is a nightmare for most business owners, small business owners. Now, what these entrepreneurs are doing is like they're worried to grow and they're worried to serve their current customers at the same time. And that's one of the reasons why they cannot spend much time on cybersecurity. They cannot spend much time on social media. They cannot spend much time on innovating. So can you share a few thoughts on how small businesses can embrace innovation? And why is it important for companies to innovate and invest in modern technology? Well, first, we need to pay attention to that reality you're speaking of. Right. In the cyber criminal space, mm-hmm. 60% of all companies that are established, that mm-hmm. means three or more years of track record, mm-hmm. 60% of them will fail within six to 12 months if they're mm-hmm. hit with a, a cyber hit. Mm-hmm. Cyber right. Hit. So our job is to take security seriously right mm-hmm. off the bat. Right. If I'm going to spend money, and most, as we know, banks are not there to fund you, and they don't help you when you're starting up. It's right. terrible. We're 70 some odd percent of the people of the jobs created by SMEs right. and still treated with such disrespect at official levels. It is. It is. So, it's so yeah. terrible. Bring family together to help fund a new idea. Start with a pilot. So it's not that expensive, but, mm-hmm. but you have to take care of security first now. Getting the technology is easy. You know, your phone is amazing. Your laptop is all you'll ever need. 
but you need to make certain that you set up security as one of the top three priorities. Right. Innovation for new ideas and propagation. That's the of the three. Security, Mm -hmm. innovation, propagation. Propagation. How do you grow it? Once you find it works, you must have already thought about how to make it grow further. Absolutely. Your neighborhood or your city. Mm -hmm. No, you're, 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 these responses, I, I hope these are very helpful towards, uh, you know, bringing back uh, small businesses on track and helping them, you know, give them a little booster. Like, yes, you can do we're it. Gonna, we're going to have a surge. In, <laughs> in the, I'm not joking. This, this has been remarkable. You know, mm-hmm. I'm talking about lawyers from major firms. We've got a bunch of them who decided, you know what? I'm breaking away. Right. I'm set up my own little pocket shop of my own. <laughs> And there are so many people who become remote workers. They're going to be online. They're going to be discovering how many other ways they can. Other ways they can just reach out. Absolutely. Exactly. Right. How they can start up a little uh, side business of some sort. But we just need to make sure. We just need to make sure we are doing it. We are being productive. We are just using those limited resources. Very. uh, And that, that that same security that I spoke of earlier. Right. It comes for small businesses mm-hmm. and you have a place, yes, that's a 750, but you can get it on your phone and your laptop for as little as I think $25 a month. So again, that's that good all news. to be locked down, to be completely, <laughs> completely safe. safe. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that was a very good initiative. Like it's, it's a good news that you have different plans uh, that could be, you know, uh, useful for different uh, parties, being it small business owners or large entrepreneurs. But, you know, the purpose of this interview, Charlie, today is like really keeping these small businesses uh, like up to date with what risks and threats that they may have during this uh, pandemic. Now, what is that one advice, the key advice that you would give to small business owners during these challenging times? Trust no one. Um, <laughs> Distrust everybody. <laughs> I mean, online, we have predatory behavior set up by very well-funded and very well-orchestrated criminal elements. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like they're they're good. I mean right. they are exceptional. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this for a long time. And to be frank, they have lots of money to reinvest. The cost... For criminal families, for instance, in the mafia, 5%, 5% wow. cost, 95% profit. So they can continue to innovate. They can continue to be incredibly creative. And our job is to be vigilant. Mm-hmm. Right now we are experiencing, because so many children are back online with school, mm-hmm. a, it's a, they call it a predator, a child predator's paradise. Wow. Families are not aware of how different personalities can be crafted easily and virtually online, online. to confuse, confound, and take you know to misuse every piece oh. of information that they have. It's happening. It's 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 sad, but that's the truth. It's happening. It is for a fact. Yeah. But I know uh, for a fact that our audience would be pleased with the responses you have shared with us on such important topics, especially uh, small business owners, as they're so interested in learning so much from successful leaders like you. Um, do I'm, just you- <laughs> dumb, I'm just a dumb Canadian twit. You, you're not, I'll, Charlie. I'll, I'll, I personally really like your personality. You're uh, very engaging. 
and you're very hardworking and I can see the results. I was reading articles on you, uh, on your company and everything. And I was really, really impressed. And I'm pleased. I'm very uh, glad that I could join with you today. Do you have sure. any final thoughts that you would like to share? Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, you know, I serve on a, a couple of state commissions and loneliness and suicide is a major pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what you can do, but please find a way to reach out. Uh, right. You know, my wife and I, I just got permission from her today. <laughs> everybody, in, everybody in all our companies is going to be invited to our Christmas dinner table over uh -huh. Zoom if mm -hmm. they would like to stop in and say hello. Uh, you know, not just our family. I mean, we, we have 14 direct family members and, right. you know, last Christmas was lovely. This year, it's just my wife and I, but Aww. we're trying to have our children join us mm -hmm. on our, on our dining room table with a big, big display. But <laughs> your job is to find a way to reach out. Uh, there's nothing that pays bigger dividend than causing another person to smile, causing another person to feel a little lifted. So. It's all we can do is like we can move together instead of, you know, being uh, by ourselves. A little support can go such a long way and uh, help. Uh, it's, it's like you need to collaborate instead of being really being competitive and have, uh, you know, grudges in these very challenging times. But thank you so much, Charlie. You've been amazing. And uh, thank you so much for your time today and I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, confident that our audience would be very pleased to hear this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.